Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Ministries for today's Encouragement Podcast. We're glad that you're with us today. Thank you for listening in. My name is Brent Van Hook. I'm the director of Shepherd's Fold, your host as well for today's podcast. We want to come alongside ministers, preachers, pastors, church staff, missionaries, and more who are doing the work of Jesus Christ in order to encourage you in the great work that you are doing. Remember, listeners, you can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com, and we have several free resources for you there, and we want to encourage you today. Today, my special guest is Randall Bach. Randall is with us today. Randall, thank you for being our special guest today. Well, thank you, Brett. It's an honor to be here, and I appreciate the good work you're doing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, for our listeners, will you tell just a little bit about yourself and the work that you do? Sure. I'm president of Open Bible Churches. We're a smaller movement uh, of evangelical group that spreads around the world, about 1,500 churches. And uh, it's my great joy and privilege to serve this because uh, we care about pastors, we care about ministers, and we care about churches. We're all in this together. We've been called to make a difference for him. Uh, Barbara, my wife, and I have been serving together now. Uh, it's about 49 years, I think, in ministry. In fact, uh, we will soon celebrate our 50th anniversary. And uh, um, she was she was 10 and I was 12, I like to say. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, I have to be truthful. She was 11 and I was 13. No, anyway, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we call this our adventure together because mm-hmm. one of the greatest delights we have is when we're out traveling, sitting across a table from a pastor and a minister and their spouse and just being able to talk and encourage one another in the Lord. Uh, there's a special bond that's there. Yes, yes, uh, I resonate with that, and uh, and among other things, that's part of the purpose of our, our podcast. So, what a what an honor to have you as our special guest today. Hey, I want to raise a few questions, and then I'd like your insights regarding these. So, let's begin with this question. Why are ministers important? Randall, what comes to mind when I raise that question? Well, what comes to mind, first of all, of course, is Jesus. And Jesus described himself as a shepherd. In fact, he said in John, you know, I am the good shepherd. And he describes what a good shepherd is. He says a good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Then he makes a distinction that's different from just a hired hand. Because a hired hand doesn't own sheep. He sees a wolf coming. He leaves a sheep and he hits the hills. You know, he just takes off. Whereas Jesus is saying a good shepherd lays down his life. Well, that's to me the beginning of a definition of a minister. And there's about, uh, oh, what, seven, eight references in Scripture to um, referring to people, what they're like with a, a sheep without a shepherd. And the one that comes to mind, uh, first of all, for me in Mark chapter 3, Verse 34, it says this, when Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. Well, we know he healed their hurts and he ministered to their needs, but it also says, and he began to teach them many things. That's why ministers are important. People are sheep Mm -hmm. and the sheep need Mm -hmm. a shepherd and ministers are called to be, well, under shepherds. 
Uh, to Jesus, who is the shepherd, of course. I think ministers are are more important than ever before in a stress-filled, confused culture. Someone needs a word of encouragement, a word of teaching that comes from the word, and pointing them to Jesus in the midst of everything that's swirling around us. Uh, They are called by God. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, what great insight. Uh, and uh, obviously, encouragement as well. Randall, thank you. Thank you for that. Okay, hey, let me take the next step then. Uh, we've, we've talked about why ministers are important. Let's now raise this question. Why should ministers keep going and not give up? Wow, what a great question, Brent. And you know, to me, in responding to that, it begins and it continues with calling. Right. Uh, if, if I know that God has called me, then I'm going to continue on until I know he's changed the specifics of my calling. And and of course he can do that. The call of God is not narrow necessarily. It's serving him wherever he points us, but, but I'm going to go with what he told me to do. So sometimes I refer to the call of God as like, if I'm headed down a highway, God's placed me on this highway, let's say it's Mm -hmm. a big highway. Mm -hmm. And there are all these possible exits I can take And there are some big neon signs even inviting me to take that exit because there's something very appealing over there. I view this calling as a matter of God may place me on this highway. I'm going to keep going down that road and it's not going to be for me to take those exits until he points me to take one of those exits. So uh, I, I think it has to begin with that calling and a, and a faithfulness to the calling. And then some other things, I, I believe everything about life and ministry tries to make us fix our eyes on measurements of success that frankly can betray us. And, and I think we need to periodically uh, clarify and redefine success and the metrics we look you know, at to measure effectiveness that we we. Our, our call is to be faithful to him. Right. And there are times when you wonder, am I making any difference at all? Especially mm-hmm. when things blow up. And, and I'm convinced of this. Leaders are often made, and I'm talking about ministers here, uh, who are leaders, who are, they're not often made when they're on the top of their plans, when everything's going according to their strategic plan, but when they are responding to the unplanned. That's good you know, to the crises, how we respond to the crises and those unexpected things that just like, wow, hit us. I think that will often frequently more define our life of service than the best fulfilled strategic plans. And I believe in strategic plans, Mm -hmm. but I think there's this matter of persevering because we know God has his hand upon us. God's called us. And this is all God's work anyway. It doesn't belong to me. And I don't have to assume pressure for the outcome. He has that. I is the only pressure I have is I want to be faithful to do what he asked me to do. Right. That's freeing. That's freeing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I like that. I like that. That is helpful. Well, hey, uh, in a few moments, we'll bring today's podcast to a close. But before we do, is there a word of encouragement that you have for our listeners today? Well, yeah, probably several. I'm trying to refine it down, though. Um, Keeping on this theme of the difficulties and the challenges that we face in ministry, uh, I love Winston Churchill quotes 
I don't think we consider Winston Churchill a paragon of spirituality, but <laughs> but uh, he's, he always has these uh, very fascinating quotes. And he said, if you're going through hell, keep going. There's, some, there's something to be said for that, because yeah. my version of that is this. Life is full of valleys. And by definition, valleys have sides. So if I find myself stuck in the valley, you know what? I'm going to keep walking until I hit a side mm-hmm. and I'm going to climb up that side. But the one other scriptural reference, and that is the, the story. You probably had people share this with you before, Brent, on this podcast, but the story of Ziklag, 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 6, when, when David and his men had been out uh, you know, doing battle, they came back home to Ziklag only to find that the Amalekites had raided and they took captive all of the men's families they left a burned down settlement. And the word says that David and his men wept until they could weep no more. That's when you really are having a low time. They wept until they could weep no more. And there's even talk, the word says, the men were even, you know, there's there buzzing about whether they would stone David. But this is the verse that just so hits me and grips me. In verse six, it says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. In other words, another version says, David found strength in the Lord his God. Push comes to shove. No one else can do that for me. I have to get along with God. I have to look to him. And God is faithful. And that relieves me. You talked earlier about the freedom. Uh Psalm 127 says, unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. If I can encourage myself in the Lord and my walk with him, if I can recommit to the fact that this isn't all my responsibility, that the Lord has to build the house, then I can be renewed with joy in serving him. Even when the darkest chapters come, I realize, well, God's called me. God is faithful. I don't own this. He does. And it's not all my responsibility. He is going to do the work. I believe that. Amen. Amen. I do too. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Randall. Listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Remember, you can learn more about us at shepherdsfoldministries.com. It has been our honor to have Randall Bach as our special guest today. Randall, we're going to continue to pray that God works through you and the great ministry that you are doing and God is doing through you. And thank you for allowing the Lord to touch our lives through your words and your encouragement today and all that God is doing through you. So we've been blessed and thank you for being our special guest today. My joy and delight. May the Lord bless you also in your work. Thank you.